Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you guys are listening to this and whenever you guys are watching this, it is that time of the day, probably the best time of the day for you guys to listen slash watch another episode of the Next Up Fantasy Show. And it's your boy, Will, once again. And once again, as well, we're going to be talking with my two amigos when it comes to fantasy football. Um, I introduced Mike last time. So this first, so this time I'm going to introduce Manny being Manny first. Good evening, Mr. Manny. How you doing? I'm doing well. Um, I'm so excited to talk about the NFC North. Let me tell you, there's so many stacked teams. So many. Um, I, I'm in Michigan and I hear how good the Lions are going to be. This and that they picked up. They have Amon Ra. They got the Gibbs. We'll see. You'll see from my rankings how I feel about these Lions fans. Nobody beats the Gibbs, no doubt. <laughs> and on <laughs> and on uh, and on the other side of the spectrum is my man rocking the Ohio State. No, I'm sorry, the Ohio State jersey. My man, Mike, right. Mike, 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 how you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. It's a lovely day. Um, I'm out here in California, so we don't really have too many NFC North fans. Well, we have fans of all different teams, but not a big contingent. So I'm not dealing with what Manny probably has to deal with, uh, but I'm feeling good today. And like I said, it's I consider right now kind of the doldrums of what we do. Um, this division right, right. isn't isn't very sexy, but we're going to do it. We is going to try our best because just like we t- just like we all said, this is not a sexy division. Like my goodness, but you know what? Let's 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 try to uh, live liven it up a little bit with the with the news from earlier today. I want to I want to get everyone's quick opinions on this, and we'll we'll jump right into it. Um, DeAndre Hopkins signing with the Titans. Um, I'm just going to say immediately what my what my thought was is like. Um, I still think Ryan Tannehill is trash. However, <laughs> Ron, however, uh, it can it, it, it's it kind of solidify solidifies to me that uh, both Malik Willis and uh, Will Levi or Levis, whatever, however they're pronouncing his name, uh, is likely going to not have an opportunity to actually start with them signing in DeAndre Hopkins because why would you want a second year um, or a rookie? Um, pretty much playing with uh, DeAndre Hopkins in a situation like that. So it looks like, it looks like Tannehill is going to be the quarterback now. And um, it kind of does leave a little bit of opportunity and space a little bit for Derrick Henry. So as much as I uh, blasted Derrick Henry last year and probably the year before, I will probably, I'll probably be a little bit more lenient this time with them. What's, what, what's everyone else's thoughts? My first initial thoughts was, this man put out a criteria for a team that he was going to sign for. He, the criteria said a Super Bowl contender. Guess who's not a Super Bowl contender? The Titans. He put out a great defense. Guess who doesn't have a great defense? The Titans. He put out a great quarterback. Guess who doesn't have a great quarterback? Ryan the Tannehill Titans. And the Titans. So this dude went full opposite. He probably couldn't get any any offers and was like, you know what? I guess I'm signing with the Titans. And – uh. Has it been broken? Maybe I missed it. Derrick Henry is with the Titans again. He is still with the Titans. Yes. Did he? I thought he was leaving. I thought they were going to potentially cut him. Like kind of. They were, tr- they were trying. I, I think they. I think there was like uh, 
like uh, rumblings here and there as far as him as far as him getting out. But I don't. I, I think now they're not gonna they're not gonna move him. All I know um, is this not. It doesn't move the needle for me. They're mm-hmm. still gonna lose to Jacksonville probably. So I don't know. So much so for we, his criteria. We could definitely we could definitely talk about that when we get to that other uh, horrible division. Uh, Mike, your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really – I don't like it either. Um, like Manny said, I, I know this wasn't the team that he probably wanted to go to. I think it's the way things shook out. <laughs> so, sometimes be careful what you ask for, you know. Um, but, I mean, Arizona, Tennessee, who cares? Go get your money, have fun. Um, they have a great coach over there, though. I do like Mike Vrabel, so hopefully he can make something happen. But um, Vrabel is solid. Yeah, yeah. He, he's solid. But, yeah, I just – I don't know. I, I don't know what Tennessee is doing. I, I feel like they should be tanking and probably trying to get a quarterback in this year's draft. Another another one, yeah. Because Malik Willis ain't the guy. <laughs> Malik Willis ain't that and the guy. I was I was hoping he would do something. He did well. I'm out him. on him. Well, um, we got the Will Le- Levis. Will Will Levis from Kentucky. Oh, like like he, like. I mean, he. What what did I keep reading? He has an arm, but he doesn't have good accuracy. So they so probably during the probably during training training camp they saw they kept on seeing the inaccuracies of him and they just said you know what no screw it we gotta. We gotta we gotta make sure uh, Tannehill has a has a good whiteout and um, Trey Traylon Burks or or Trey Trey Burks yeah. um, he's he's good but like he would he would need some kind of uh, leadership and we're gonna talk we're gonna talk we're gonna talk about a team similar to that um, that's kind of on the opposite of that spectrum but we're gonna start off first uh, with the Bears of Chicago um, so. As far as the moves with this with this team, there hasn't really been uh, too much that really 100% broke the needle when it came when it comes to uh, fantasy goodness. Um, yes, D, with the exception of DJ Moore, um, I did write I did write a little bit about it um, once the trade happened. Um, but um, after like instead of like the immediate reaction, there was a little bit more that it, we wanted to study on when it came to it, and. Um, we're going to talk about it right here, but first things first, let's go ahead and get to Manny, and uh, he's going to give us a little explanation about everything that happened with them. All right, the shit bears. They went twenty-two in twenty twenty-two. They went. The record was three and fourteen. The key additions, like Will said, it was DJ Moore and Robert Tunyon. People sleep on Robert Tunyon, but they got him. Um, key departures: uh, David Montgomery. <laughs> Key departures was David Montgomery, um, the quarterback. Quarterback is Justin Fields. He is projected super high. It's kind of where I'm going to bring the first question. He's ranked out of all the players, 42, QB6. His rank, his QB rank uh, strength of schedule is the second best in the NFL, though. Um, They're running back. Guess who they replaced with uh, David Montgomery? No who one. Who they with? No one. Khalil Herbert is still the running back at 103 and RB36. They also have Deontay Foreman at 129 and RB45. The wide receiver core, though, everyone's pumped about it. DJ Moore, number 52, 52 overall running back or wide receiver 22. They have Chase Claypool still. Uh, he is 212 and wide receiver 77. And then the sleeper, Darnell Mooney. Number or overall 137, wide receiver 55. And the tight end is Cole Komet at 125, tight end 13. And don't forget, Robert Tunyon is on that team as well. 
I'm so annoyed at Cole Komet. I wanted him to do so well last year. Um, and I think a lot of, I think a lot of people I think a lot of people had that thought too. Um but my God. Um okay. So I'm 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 gonna do my best here. Um Justin Fields is okay. He runs. Yeah, he can run. The guy, the guy, the guy can run. So um just the rushing upside. Just, what was that? I said, Mike's like, he's my quarterback. Leave him alone. Hey, he can throw to Ohio State. I don't know what happened. He could throw then. <laughs> he went to Chicago. We probably, just Ohio as cold weather. This is real, though. Ohio State probably has better wide receivers than the Bears. <laughs> so, hey, it's rough, you know. Marvin Harrison alone. That's, that, that's, that's, that's it. Uh, well, this man was – Justin, he was throwing to – who is he? Chris Olave, Marvin Harrison, and who yeah, was the well, third? Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson, like Garrett Wilson, yeah. <laughs> the, the. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we got we got to talk about these crappy pairs. Um, <laughs> like I said, just I mean Justin Fields, he's 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 always going to be good for for rushing, but like with um Khalil Herbert, I mean Khalil Her- Herbert did show flashes here and there, but I'm kind of scared of Deontay Foreman, or with or because of Deontay Foreman being there, um. They're 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 gonna cut cut down the upside the limited upside that Herbert had in the first place. Um, DJ Moore, I I hate DJ Moore. I'm gonna yeah. say it. Look, he look he was he, he screwed me too many times. He he gets he gets catches. He he gets catches. Nope. Um, nope. But but I'm I'm kind of more concerned about uh, if anybody Darnell Mooney because he kind of kicked he got because of DJ Moore's trade like he they just practically just kicked him away from being like a top dog. And now he's like wide receiver, probably four and a half uh, behind, behind uh, Claypool, behind um, Cole Komet and, and uh, apparently uh, Manny's boy, Robert Tunyon. Um, There's not really much positive that I could, that I could say about them, about, about this team with the exception, like I said, Justin, Justin Fields, he has, he has the rushing upside. Mike, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I echo your guys' sentiments. I, I like Justin Fields. Um, I don't really like the wide receiver weapons. I mean, Justin Fields, he might run for over a thousand yards. He could do that. That'd help you, you know. The, yeah. But the, the offensive line is no good. So I mean, he might have to run. He's not like gonna have a lot of time back there. I don't know why they didn't try to shore that up. But not, they're another team. I don't exactly know what they're doing. But I mean, you know, it's Chicago. Yeah, I don't really. I don't even know what to say about, about this team. Um, I do like Deontay Foreman a little bit though. Um. He can flash. Um, yes. he, he's kind of he's kind of boom or bust, but he can really boom um, when he's you know when he has a good day. When he booms, but, he booms. Yeah. When he, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I just I don't know, man. I'm trying to be as nice as I could possibly be. We all are. So, so that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> I, I guess many don't care. So so say yeah, what you got to say, man. <laughs> Enrique, yeah. If you're a Bears fan, I'm sorry. And and uh, and recap for me, just like the Raiders, I am not drafting a single Bear. On my wow. wow. Okay. Because the cap draft capital for Justin Fields is too high. I'm not reaching in the third round to get Justin's Fields for him to run and possibly get what a hundred yards rushing, maybe a couple touchdowns and uh throw for five. I'm not, I'm not. I could get let me see. Here we go. You told me to bring this up. Yes. Just under Justin Fields is Justin Herbert. There's t- Trevor Lawrence, who I rather have than Justin Fields because the division's horrible. Right. You got Sean Watson. You got Dak Prescott. You got Tua. Like, I want all these guys over Justin Fields. I don't care about the rushing. Yes, he's going to get his rushing yards, but guess what happens to rushing quarterbacks? He's going to get his 
block knocked off him one of these games. And then guess what? What is he now? Not a rusher. He's, I agree. He had, some, he had yeah. some games last year where he really went off, though. So, I mean, yeah. I'm not going to – yeah, I'm not going to diss the guy. I mean, you know, he's 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 a good player. He's just, he's just not what we need him to be if we're trying to win a championship fantasy. Right. I mean, a fantasy championship, right? So, yeah. So he's and, uh, do you feel – do you feel, so do you feel pretty much a boomer bust for uh, just for Justin Fields this year? At his rank. At, at his rank, okay. Number he's, 42 overall. I love Justin Fields probably more than both of you guys combined, and I wouldn't take him that high. I, I don't know why he's ranked above Justin Herbert. It's kind of crazy to me. Um, his yeah, that's probably his ceiling. That's you know, and I just don't, I don't, okay. know. I wouldn't take him that high. Here's a question for you guys. You guys right. are on the clock. Here's mm-hmm. five players that are around him. Let me see who you take over. So you got Justin Fields. You have Keenan Allen. You have Delvin Cook, Joe Mixon, and Aaron Jones. Are you taking Justin Fields over these guys? No. Exactly. I might take him over Delvin Cook. Just because you don't know where he's going to go? Exactly. But once he signs with the team and you're – if you know oh, he's the start, yeah. Delvin Cook is actually down because there's no – he does he's not on a team. They keep saying he's going to get signed by by Miami. Um, but, like, it, it kind of seems like – like, like have you guys – you guys you guys watched uh, Shark, Shark Tank before, right? Yeah. Like the show, like okay, like you know how sometimes some of the people, um, they would like fish for like deals or whatever. There's like five, there's five sharks or whatever, and then one, and then one person says, "All right, I'll do this deal. Do you want? Do you want to make a deal?" And then the person who's trying to convince him is like, "I'm gonna see what this person thinks." That's exactly what Dalvin Cook is doing right now. Like he's saying, "All right, Miami, you good?" But um. I want to see what everyone else is doing. I want to see what everyone else has to say. And sometimes that can um, pretty much give like a, a lack or a loss of interest for some team. So I hope that he doesn't like do that too, too much to the point where he doesn't get signed at all. Well, he'll get, he'll get signed. He's going to come to, I'll take him on the Cowboys to be honest with him, him and Tony Pollard together. One, two backup. It would be a good, it would be a good one too. So, um, so, so yeah, just, I mean, I still, I mean, I, I do, I do like Justin Fields, um, but like, I don't want to think about too much of last year because of the um, play calling with, uh, with Justin Fields. Because remember, uh, the red, the red rifle, uh, Andy Dalton was there last year, and they, or the year before, it was one of those two years. But what ended up happening was a lot of the play calling was more so based on, even though it was Justin Fields as the quarterback, it was Andy Dalton as like uh or they were playing they were they were uh, making the calls as if it was still Andy Dalton that was there um as 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 the quarterback um i can't remember actually there was there was a more prominent backup quarterback last year for for the bears who who used to be a starter i can't re- i can't think of his name i can't think of who it is on top of my head but like i kind of feel that that's exactly what they still did to Justin Fields where they pretty much did it as if that backup quarterback was the starting quarterback and doing the play. So like they let, they let him loose, just like Mike said, they let him loose for a couple of games and he did. Okay. Like around like week seven, eight, he started like to go, he, he started to go off. So in a sense, there's still a possibility, but like I, there, there may be other quarterbacks I would prefer to get. They, they, know, they know that Justin Fields is going to get hurt this year because they drafted or they picked up PJ Walker and he's basically the same quarterback as Justin Fields. I guess it's good for when they green the playbook. They both run. They both can't throw the ball, but 
<laughs> so wow. <laughs> He's better than P.J. Walker, man. <laughs> I don't know who he is. No, no, I'm saying it's, a, it's an insurance policy to have P.J. Walker there is what I'm saying. They don't have to teach him anything new when if he ever has to step in. I got you. Yeah. yeah and that's fact. And that's facts. Uh, I'm I'm actually trying to look it up real quick as far as who was the quarter. Actually, no, it, it's all right. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> so we'll, so we'll, go ahead and, we'll go ahead and move on. And we're going to talk about a very – I don't know what to think about this team. This is this is probably going to be the anthem for the entire NFC North. So the next team we're going to be talking about, the Packers. So there was one important commodity that ended up leaving some Aaron guy. I don't know. And um, we pretty much found out who he can be without the best of help when it comes to everyone around him. He still had his running backs. Um, but outside of, outside of that, like, like question marks everywhere. And there's going to be a new quarterback who's been known there by the name of Mr. Jordan Love. I'm going to be very curious as far as what everybody else thinks of him. Um, but Manny, first things first, let's go ahead and uh, hear the thoughts about uh, everything that happened with him. All right, we got the Fudge Packers, 2022 record 8-9. and nine. They lost to the Lions their last game of the season to not make the playoffs. I still remember that because I hear about it all the time being in Michigan. Um, key additions, we have, you know, the GOAT, Jaden Reed, Michigan State alum. You have uh, – and you also have uh, Luke Musgrave. He was Oregon State's, I believe, uh, tight end. Uh, yep, Oregon State's tight end on um, – Key departures, like Will said, Aaron Rodgers. And now your quarterback is Jordan Love, Mr. Inaccurate. He is at overall 136 QB 21. His rank strength of schedule is the best in the NFL. Uh, The running backs, we have Aaron Jones, who's 41 overall, like we just discussed before. Justin Fields is 42. You can get Aaron Jones at 41. He's RB 16. A.J. Dillon is 84 at running back 31. Your wide receivers are Christian Watson at 62. Um, overall, wide receiver 27. You have Romeo Dobbs at 157, wide receiver 63. And lastly, I put Jaden Reed because he's my guy at 213, wide receiver 78. The tight end is Luke Musgrave because the GOAT Robert Tunyon is now on the sh- Bears and he is tight end, a whopping tight end 31 at 230 overall. My biggest did you know fact about this entire uh Packers team, um, as far as positional team, the wide receivers they have a total of 11 as of today. This might change, but they have a total of 11, and each and every one of those 11 are either a first or a second year player. Yep. There is no veterans on the wideouts. Not even Randall Cobb wanted to stay in. <laughs> and he's and he's a he's practically a Green Bay homer. But like right now, like with a new with a brand new quarterback, near nearly brand new wide receivers, and your running backs, AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones, those are your those are those are your uh, what's my called? Those are your veterans. Like, is it is it is it hard to imagine that the Packers can actually be one of the lowest scoring teams in the league? 
No, because they're in this division. Is it a little? Is that a little bit too much, or is no, that they play Bears twice? Ah, oh, this division. Um, they play Lions twice. I mean, at least the Lions. At least the Lions will put up points. They they can yeah. put up points anyway. Um, but yeah, like this Packers team, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of scared of, but I am very curious to see what Jordan Love actually does. Um, as 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 like the protege of Aaron Rodgers for the past couple of years since his rookie year, which was like what two three years ago. Um, and Jordan Love, when he did start, he did have some flashes. I think didn't he? Um, either his rookie year or his, or his second year, didn't he have like a six touchdown game, like a five or six touchdown game at the last game of the season? And I think it was against the Bears. It wasn't last year, but I think it was the year before that. I I can't recall if I'll, I'll see if I could pull it up if that actually happened. I, I could be I could be wrong. Um, but but simply, it's kind of it's kind of hard to imagine without full proof of what the offense can do on a full ba- on a full-time basis. And if they're not going to be able to catch up with any of the teams that they play against, um, then the veteran, then the veteran players and AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones, they could be, fa- they could be somewhat phased out um, as far as not being able to get to stay in the game so that they can try to win it. If they're going to get blown out here and there. Um, Mike thoughts. Um, I like the Packers a little more than the, than the bears, excuse me. A little bit more, right? I, I think that um, I think moving on from Aaron Rodgers is actually a good thing. Um, I think it's time. He didn't seem like he was really interested in you know being around all these new young guys. He kind of wanted to go to a team that had higher aspirations. I mean, he wasn't even trying to come to warm into workouts last year and training camp stuff like that. So, I think that it's good to move on to him and finally give the reins to Jordan Love, who they probably shouldn't even have drafted because that really pissed Aaron Rodgers off. But they decided to do that, so <laughs> now you're stuck with him. You got him. So it's good to just let him have his time to start doing what he needs to do. I really like Christian Watson. However, like you said, we just don't know like what that's going to look like with him and Jordan Love together, right? right? I think last year, last year I think he caught three out of four passes from Jordan Love. One of them he did take to the house, though. I think one of them was like a sixty-yard touchdown because he has like he's really fast and really explosive. But it's just a small sample size, so you know it's kind of like. Um, a mystery. We really don't know what we're going to get from the Packers. I mean, they're a lot different than what we're accustomed to. So it Definitely. should be interesting. Yeah, it should be interesting. Um, they still have the running backs there. But like you said, there's the young team. And um, and I don't really know what to expect. Now, just as an FYI, I don't think there's anything wrong with um, a young team or having a young team. But I feel that there should still be some kind of veteran um, influence when it comes to each and every one of the positions. Like the if the wideouts of all of them are uh, year one and year two, it's 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 gonna it could be bananas. Like the, the fact that Romeo that Romeo Dobbs, Christian Watson, um, who we both who who we all liked last year actually, um, if those are the seniors and they're and they're only second years, like it could still they they still kind of have a lot to learn uh, just in general. Um, Manny, what question do you have? Okay, so the question that I have, and this is kind of me looking at the numbers, looking at fantasy, you know pros.com and this is going to seem like I'm hating on Justin Fields but I'm not I'm not because I just it's his draft position it's his ADP is too high in my opinion well let me hear what you guys think Jordan Love like I said QB 21 strength of schedule is the best in the NFL the defense the offensive line's not horrible like the Bears the Bears right. offensive line is horrible at least the Packers offensive line 
is decent. You have you have Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon in the backfield that kind of can like pound it in, and then you have Jordan Love that actually can run as well. So you have you could they could potentially put Jordan Love, AJ Dillon, and Aaron Jones in the backfield and run like some crazy like plays out of this. I honestly think for the for the ADP, you could either draft Justin Fields in the fourth. Or you could get Jordan Love like around in the eleventh, twelfth round. Who are you guys picking? Between those two? Yep. I'm taking Fields personally. Um, in the fourth? Over the over over Love, yeah. I, I'm not a believer in love like that. Yeah. I'm well, I guess I guess when you think about it though, you could you could stack up heavy on wide receiver running back in the fourth, hold off for your QB, pick up love, and you have Stack wide receivers. You have a stack running back. You, you're stacked pretty much. And then you got Justin. You have Jordan Love. I guess that's kind of. Oh, go ahead. That's kind of like the uh, strategy of kind of like going all you know specialty players and like not really strong at quarterback. That's yeah. just not my strategy. That's not my strategy. I haven't won leagues like that. I'm not saying you can't win a league like that. I just haven't. So for me personally, wouldn't take either guy probably, but I would feel more comfortable with Fields because I know that he can put up 30 points a game if he gets the rushing opportunities sounds funny to say as a quarterback, right? But the rushing opportunities, right? Love. I just don't, I just don't know what love can do yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I think, I think the answer would have to be fields just based on the question marks of Jordan love. Like, like we said, there's absolutely nothing wrong with, with, uh, with Jordan love and his potential. He's, he's, he, he has the chops, but it's, but we haven't seen it consistently enough when he has started. Um, but kind of kind of somewhat off topic, but uh, similar in the situation. I would rather draft AJ Dillon in his value versus Aaron Jones in his value. I did because that last year and it screwed me. I'm just gonna because if it, <laughs> I, it screwed me in every league. He's the reason why I didn't win my fantasy football. So you, have a, you have a bias on uh, AJ oh, yeah. Dillon. Yep. But so so the so the situation um, is kind of similar, somewhat similar to last year, where. Um, Aaron Jones is probably not going to be used as much if they're going to be falling uh, from behind. So, um, so it would be more AJ Dillon. Uh, that'll be, that'll be playing. And I wouldn't mind, like I said, I wouldn't mind doing because AJ Dillon, he's, he's, he's nice. I mean, you, you see him, you see him right here on the back in my background right now. He's, he, he, he has some moves um, and he's, and he's an okay pass catcher. Um, but of course they're going to be, they're going to be more 50. They're going to be split 50, 50. So that's going to be based on how you feel or what you think as far as those running backs. But overall, as far as everybody else, like I would probably take a stab at Chris, at uh, Christian Watson, uh, Jordan, Jordan Love, no Christian Watson in, in the maybe pile. Okay. Um, I, I'm opposite than you. I, I, both of you guys, I think I would take the risk and get Jordan Love at his ADP rather than Justin Fields, just because of the offensive line and the coaching staff. They had Aaron Rodgers. They know winning at there. Um, and like you said, they got young wide receivers that are fast. Right. They have the running back core. So I think I would take the risk. I mean, it's worth the risk, I think. Like, even if you pick up a, a QB1 and then at that late take Jordan Love because of the rushing ability and you don't know what he has, but you could have him in your bench just in case. Because that dude, I think he's going to be the next Justin Fields of – Last year, how Justin Fields was like a bust or big game. You have that with Jordan Love. 
So you feel that Jordan Love is going to eventually have like one of those big games. Oh, yeah. I mean, like I said, they play the Bears and the Lions and the Vikings. So, so well, it's going to be a it's going to be a fun one. It'll, it'll be interesting to see if he can if he can be consistent once he gets his groove in. Yeah. Um, so next up, we have Manny's home team. Oh, yeah. Detroit what? Detroit Detroit. What? The kittens. Detroit Lions. And... The whole crew would do it there. Um, so Detroit, I mean, I, I had, I mean, I remember last year, I, I had a lot of high hopes for them. Um, I, I, I even remember saying that uh, the coach could be the coach of the year. Could you when they, when they turn around? But they, but they did, they, they did not do that bad. Actually, they had a really good streak, and they, oh, they were this close to getting into the playoffs. Um, but, um, in this case, in this situation, um, there are a couple of key running backs that have, that have left and there's a brand spanking new one that everyone has a lot of their eyes on when it comes to the second round or third round of the, uh, of fantasy drafts. So we're going to, we're going to, we're going to learn more about that. Manny, what do we got? All right. We got the Detroit kittens 2022 record nine and eight key additions. Like you said, you got Mr. Gibbs, their first-round pick. You have uh, Sam Laporta as well, the tight end. <laughs> you have uh, departures, DeAndre Swift, which he went to the Eagles, which I think the Eagles got a steal. Um, quarterback, Jared Goff. He's number 99 overall, QB 14. They picked up David Montgomery at 75. He's RB 27. You also have Gibbs. 37 at RB 15. So you have two RBs in the top 30 at, in the Lions system. You have Amon Ross St. Brown, number 18 overall, wide receiver nine. You have Marvin Jones Jr., which I, he's far down there, so I didn't get the rank. Really? Yeah, you also, you also have Jamison Williams at 113, wide receiver 46. He got suspended for six games, I believe, for gambling. Um, and then you have their tight end is Sam Laporta, and he's tight end twenty three. Now, my immediate my immediate thought was, um, as far as Detroit was, I remember when they drafted Gibbs, and I was thinking right away is like, why why did they they still had Jamal Williams, they still had DeAndre Swift at the time. I don't think that they signed um David Montgomery. They or they might have. Well, they um, had, they didn't have Jamal Williams. They had David Montgomery. And okay. So so yeah so with all so with all with all them there, like I was trying to think like why does why does Gibbs even matter? But with the moves that they recently or that with the moves that they made a couple of days after the draft, um, I can be I can be persuaded as far as considering picking up uh, Gibbs as a as a as a running back too for me. But um, Amon Rossi Brown is going to have you know I I don't I don't one hundred percent know what to think about uh, about uh Amon Ra. Like I don't want it to I don't want it to be a thing where like he was a one time thing where late in his rookie year I remember Manny was beating was beating that drum for uh say Brown. Um that he they did play pretty good. And then last year he played pretty well. He was a sixth or seventh rounder and he was he was the perfect fit for it. Uh, now that now that he's gonna be in the top like I think he said top twenty pretty much 20 overall um 19, I, I'm, not, 18. I'm not 
18, yeah, so he's 18. So I'm not sure if I can 100% um, pay for that, but it's going to be also based upon who who else is around um, that area as far as picks. And once Jameson gets back in, I do want to see how how they how they mesh overall as far as the wide receiver core because uh, James, Jameson Williams did, is he's okay. Uh, we we also we all saw him play in college. Uh, we also we all saw him play like the two games in Detroit when he when once he got back from injury, and he was he was okay. So once more once more uh, passes are thrown to him, I'm curious to see how he does in general. Uh, Mike, thoughts? Uh, I like Detroit. I think the um, I think Goff's draftable. I think Jared Goff can come in and be serviceable as a quarterback and get him later in the draft. Um, and I, I actually like Jameer Gibbs a lot. I'm actually mad because I wanted the Cowboys to get Jameer Gibbs. That was kind of the player I had targeted and was hoping that right. he would fall He would fall to us. But this year, you know, running backs went kind of early. So I think those two players will be just fine. Um, yeah, I mean, they're in a division where they should be able to stack up some wins, and they should have a decent team. So, yeah, yeah I like Detroit. I think they're decent. So, uh, Manny, with you being on mute, you had a question. What what What, what do we got? I do have a question, but first, Mike, before I start, Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery, do you consider them the same style running back, though? I don't, only because Jameer Gibbs is better uh, catching out of the backfield. I, I think Jameer Gibbs is kind of like an Austin Eckler kind of running back. Um, now, he's not going to really – I think uh, Montgomery will be your guy on, like, short and you know short yardage, goal line yep. situations, but I think Jameer Gibbs is going to tear it up out of the backfield catching passes. Okay. But in a, PP, in a PPR league, he's definitely the guy you're going to want to get. Jameer Gibbs or David Montgomery, would you, um, at their current value, who would you draft? Gibbs is pretty early right now, right? Isn't he like 12th overall or something like that? Or? 30, 37. 37, okay. I look at something else. Um, at their current value, I'd probably still go with Gibbs. So I've seen enough, I've seen enough of Montgomery. I know what he's going to do. Right. Here, here, Here's your three up, three down from Jameer Gibbs. You have – Mark Andrews, DK Metcalf, Debo, Debo Samuel, and then under him is Lamar Jackson, Amari Cooper, TJ Hawkinson. Okay, that's not fair because it's going to be based upon uh, how you're drafting already. Like if, okay. like, like those are those are really good players that that, are, that, can, be, that can be that can be used down the stretch. Um, so for for Jamar to be there, that that's quite impressive. They, so they they so people have high expectations for him, apparently. Um, but, um, it it will be, it will be based on your draft. Like, um, if I, if I drafted running back early, um, if I draft, draft a running back early, second round wide receiver, because I feel like I'm just going to do a wide receiver second round automatically. Um, third, third, it would, it would depend on what everybody else does. I, I can, I can move to a, I can move to a Mark Andrews. I like, I like Mark Andrews this year. Um, I could do. Um, I think he said Amari Cooper. I like I like Amari Cooper this year. Um, it, it it all it all it all depends on where where I where I'm drafting. Then I would then I would consider maybe maybe Gibbs. Okay. Let me piggy let me piggyback off that. I totally agree. I, it just depends, like Will said, exactly on how you're you know forming your team. Um, all those guys are awesome. I would probably go with Gibbs over Amari Cooper. It depends on what you decided to do. In your other draft pick, like if you went right. wide receiver first, then you're probably going to want to go with Gibbs you know, at that point. But if you went yeah. running back first, you might want to go wide receiver. Unless you're crazy like me, I stack running backs. Sometimes I'll pick three running backs just off rip. Yeah. That's just how I play. <laughs> That's just how I play. But I mean, but yeah, I mean that question. It's not an unfair question. It's it's fair, but it's like Will said, it just depends on how the how the draft 
falls because drafts are weird. In some leagues, they're completely different than other leagues, you know? Right. So, yeah. You're pretty much at a third, fourth round for Gibbs, I would say, um, in most leagues. Um, and that, fourth round, and I'm taking him. Fourth round, I'm taking him. Yeah, let's kind of speak for a rookie running back, but that position translates better than any other position coming over from college to the pros. So, yeah, fourth round, I'm taking him too. Okay. I just get nervous with David Montgomery being the backup because he is a he is a decent back, like running back. Yeah, Montgomery's fine. Yeah, ex- exactly. He's fine. He's not. He's not gonna. He's not gonna overpower or do super stats, but he's fine. He'll get you by. Oh yeah. So my my real question though was, Amon Ron St. Brown, and like Will said, I was high on him in his rookie year. Is eighteen overall? Jameis Williams at one thirteen, so around the tenth round. 10th, 11th round, and he's he is suspended for six games, so you're not going to get him for half the season. My thing is, Amaral is going to be great for the first half of the season. I think his total is going to drop when Jamison Williams comes back. So if you – how do you guys feel about this? Because I love to trade. I'm thinking about getting Amaral and potentially using him as trade bait before Jamison Williams comes back. That's smart. That's thinking. A lot of managers don't do that, so that's that's smart. Exactly, and and I'll I'll agree with that, but I want to also um, ask um, a different question for, to you, uh, Manny, as well. Do you feel like, do you feel that the target target production or target distribution? Excuse me. Um, do you feel that that's going to diminish that much to the point to the point where, um, say Brown is not is going to be like not exactly non existent, but like just a just a huge steep fall. No, I don't think it's going to be a steep fall, but for wide receiver, where you're drafting him, I always look at where you're drafting the players. You're drafting him in the second round. And then the people that are around him are, I'll go three up, three down again. You could either draft Nick Chubb, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and then it's Amon Ra, then Josh Jacobs, Derek Henry, Garrett Wilson. I honestly would rather have Garrett Wilson over Amon Ra in the first place. So if it comes down to it and both of them are available, I'm picking Garrett Wilson over Amon Ra. Fair. Because Garrett Wilson has Aaron Rodgers. So. And the Packers don't. Um, no, that's no, that's 100% fair. Um, it'll just be a case of like, would you do it the moment that Will, that uh, Williams gets back or would you do it uh, like a week or two before? A week or two before. Because oh. then a lot of fantasy managers try to be tricky and say, no, I don't want Jameis Williams coming back. But if you do it a week or two before, you could get the best value. I'd probably, I'd probably even say week three, honestly. Yeah. If, uh, if uh, say, Brown has – if, say, Brown is doing decent, um, and then from there, there you see someone that um, is desperate for white for whiteout help, um, that might not be a bad idea as far as throwing in, say, Brown. And then from there, you could probably get, like, a – I'm going to go back and say Mark Andrews. Um, if you feel that your tight end doesn't have, um, if, if you feel that your tight end doesn't or needs help, um, you can get, again, you can get an Amari Cooper. If you feel that he's going to be consistent throughout the year, you can do better. You can do better. <laughs> I like packaging. Like, so. Okay. Okay. But the catch to that is if, the if, uh, if you could do better, let's say if Garrett Wilson, let's say if Garrett Wilson does just as good, if not better than St. Brown, people are not going to, people are not going to trade him or people are not going to trade for Garrett, for Garrett Wilson. Now, no. if if you did like a if you did like a running back or a white or a whiteout that that uh, 
that you know is going to eventually be good, but th- but in the beginning starts off uh, kind of like mediocre. That's that's, what, that, that's who I would go for. Those like, are the I love trading and I'm good at it. I would say I'm good at it. I would go for players like that are going to slump in the first couple of weeks. Stefan Diggs, C.D. Lamb, A.J. Brown, or even say say Barkley comes out and d- does horrible. These these guys are around ahead, and then I'll throw in. I'll say Amon Ra that's actually been producing and throw in like a 10th rounder with it. And most of the time I get him. Interesting. <laughs> if that, if that, if that scenario happens, I want to see the results. We'll put it on here and then we'll see how it all goes. See, the problem is, is I'm not drafting Amon Ra St. Brown after I looked at all those players around him. Cause I'm going to pick all these players before Amon Ra. Of course you're not. Okay. <laughs> so. so if, it, so if any of our listeners get, gets Amon Rossi Brown and they end up doing a trade similar to this, please let us know. And then from there uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll put it on, we'll put it on the show and then we'll see how everything goes in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so the finale, the last, the last team, which was first last year is uh, the Vikings, Minnesota Vikings. Um, this has always been a consistent offensive team, whether it be either too high or just average, regardless, they, they, they're consistent with it. Um, this year, they ended up uh, no longer having one of their big one of their big time running backs, but they have a pretty decent run, uh, backup in them that um, I know we're going to be discussing today. So, Manny, with your weird face, I don't know why you did that face. Uh, give me a little bit of information about uh, about this team. You must not heard what you said, but I'm not. No, heard I heard. What I heard. Yeah. What I heard. There was yeah. no. There was a pause moment. It was a pause I, I, moment. I, no, I caught it, but I was not going to go back. I, there, there was no way for me to. Uh, 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 there was no way for me to just go back and just say, "Oh, I know what I said." Anyway, just, 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 just give me the information, man. All right, <laughs> so Vikings, twenty twenty two record thirteen and four. Um, key additions: you have Jordan Addison, the wide receiver that they drafted in the first round. I think twenty first or twenty fourth or somewhere around there. Um, from USC, was with Pitt, with Kenny Pickett. Fun fact. Key departures, Adam Thielen and Delvin Cook. I honestly think that Jordan Addison is an upgrade from Adam Thielen. Um, quarterback, you have Kirk Cousins. Mr. Reliable, Mr. Don't Play on Primetime, um, or you're going to get a goose egg, is number 86 overall, QB 12. His strength of schedule is 10th best in the league. Running back. They haven't replaced Delvin Cook, so that means next man up, Alexander Madison. At he's number seventy nine overall, running back twenty nine, and that's going to be my question. Um, wide receiver, you have J- Justin Jefferson, number one overall, and of course, wide receiver one, and Jordan Addison at number ninety one overall, wide receiver thirty nine. They also have T.J. Hawkinson, which is better tight end. They got a mid season than what they had at number forty, tight end three. My initial thoughts of this is I think they people think that they got worse. I think they got better. And that's my hot take. Okay. Um I don't really see I don't I don't really see them getting worse when it comes to that. They they have they have good uh they have good talent. Um Justin Jefferson, number one, as he as he very well earned lap from last year. Um Jordan Addison, um he's he's a not going to say a steal just yet, but I think a lot of people are going to start looking at looking his way. So he, so his, his draft capital may rise a little bit to the point where I might not draft him in a certain area, but I do like him. 
Um, TJ Hawkinson is still still the mystery to me as far as why he's uh, the number three. So in that case, who's uh, who's number two? Mark Andrews, correct? Mark Andrews. Okay. okay. So TJ Hawkinson, if they're saying is three, so that'll be over George Kittle. That'll be okay. over um, Dallas Goddard. That'll be over. There's one more. I'm th- um, there's one more I can't think of on top of Kyle my head. Pitts, Darren Waller. Kyle Pitts, Darren Waller. Um, we'll talk about we'll talk about Kyle Pitts. I, I have some thoughts about him. But um, but overall, like this is just a pretty mediocre. It's it's a not mediocre. It's a it's a consistently average team, and you wouldn't have any issues if you stick with any if you picked any of these players. You wouldn't have a problem with Kirk Cousins. Uh, wouldn't have a problem with Jefferson. Uh, not an issue with Addison, Hawkinson, um, any of them. Uh, Mike Cousins, uh, you would if he's on if he's on prime time, go get a backup. And play the play the backup, but any other time, if you don't see him on TV, or if you see him on, you know, the Mister Sunday Show, your best friend will, then you're okay to play him. If he's on national TV, do not play Kirk Cousins. I agree. Uh, he doesn't do well in primetime games for sure. I've always that's always been my knock on Kirk Cousins. Um, I wish I had like 14 or 15 chains. I meant to have like a prop for this part, but it's okay. I wanted to look like Kurt, you know. Have you guys been watching that? It's kind of off subject. Have you guys been watching that quarterback show on Netflix? Peyton Manning? I have not, but I heard but I heard it's like 50-50. Like, it's yeah, not yeah. great, but it's not good. It's pretty cool. I like it. But I was going to say, Kurt Cousins is actually, like, highlighted on that. So, I've been oh, watching really? a lot of I've been watching a lot of Kurt the last couple of days. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and uh, no, I, I love their players fantasy-wise. Um, I like uh, – I mean, what can, we, what can you say about Justin Jefferson that hasn't already been said? I mean, I'm more of a chase guy, but – I'm starting to run out of that argument. Like it's starting to become stupid. I mean, really dumb because he's just elite, man. He he goes off. He's 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 going to be solid. We know that. Yes. Hawkinson, solid. Madison, solid. The backup running back. Um, you said his name was Ty. Is it Ty Chancellor or Ty Ty, Ty Chandler? Ty Chandler. He runs a four three. I think he'll be able to come in there and kind of spell Madison from time to time, kind of like a lightning and thunder kind of a deal. Right. Um, and then on top of all that, you do have Addison, who I like a lot, um, being out here next to a USC. Um, I live right in the area, kind of. Um, so, yeah, I, I like the teams. I like the team. I like the players they have from a fantasy perspective. Now, regular football, they got to show me something. I mean, we put 40 on those boys last year. But <laughs> but um, I, do like, I do like their team from, from a fantasy perspective. All those guys can definitely help you win the league. Mm-hmm. Fantasy show, ladies and gentlemen, but we still keep it real. You know, um, I always got, always got throwing a little bit of the real. We we have we have to we we have to <laughs> we have to strongly emphasize that with every yeah, take that we do. Yeah. Um, Manny, uh, what's your what's your question? So I have a quick question and then a longer one. Good. You're number one overall. Are you taking Justin Jefferson or are you taking Christian McCaffrey for both of you guys? You know who I'm taking. I know who you're taking. This is more for me. <laughs> of course, it's more for me. No, I mean. Last, I, mean, quit, Will. I, mean, I mean, I'm just saying last year, I mean, last year I was all over Christian McCaffrey and if Christian McCaffrey wasn't there, I picked Justin Jefferson um, in the, in the number two or three uh, pick. You're number one. You're number one but, uh, at this, but like, it, it just sucks because both of them would be good, would be a good pick. But if I had to pick, I'm going to go. Will's that guy. Just say it. Just say Will. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm legitimately thinking about this. Isn't it good that I'm actually thinking about this instead of just going straight at it? You know what? Um, Jefferson. 
Yeah, come to the dark side, bro. It's, it's close. It is what it's it is. Really, it's really, really close. Okay. So, but but like I do like Jefferson, but I'm only the only thing I'm scared of with him this year is people knowing how good he is. And with that, and then with that, like there could be there could be the uh, the double teams. There could be um, a little a lot more pressure on these wideouts. Uh, the the running back position doesn't have it as much. Um, if you're if you're like a if you're a Nick Chubb esque player, then they're 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 gonna they're gonna box you, but like with a with a CMC type of player, like it's no telling what whether what they're actually gonna do with them. So that's so that's kind of why I was a, like a little bit iffy, but I'll still I'll still do Jeff, Justin Jefferson. I'm just gonna tell you right now, if you did Justin Jefferson, the next time you draft, if it's a 12 man league, you're looking at uh, your guy Stevenson or Najee Harris or Brees Hall. So just uh give you an idea and this is standard league so so that's late so that's late second early third yep so, i mean i could i mean well, i i could do oh, i'm sorry go ahead no, I, was gonna, I think you're gonna probably say what i was gonna say but we're just talking about those two players oh so yeah you could you could draft somebody outside of that i mean if you let's say you didn't want to go christian mccaffrey and maybe you wanted a running back so maybe you wanted to go eckler i mean he probably wouldn't do that <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But you could. You I, could I, I get it. If you do it, I get it. Yeah, you, could, you, could, you could do that. Or also, but I know what you're saying, though, man. You're going by the way it should, the way drafts should go down. Yeah. But also, sometimes people do crazy things and somebody might slip to you. Yep. So you might still be in a position where you shouldn't be able to get a decent yep. player, but maybe you can. Okay. Right. So my, I guess my second question, that was like a quick, like, because he's number one overall. So I kind of had to throw it in there. Um. Alexander Madison, every time he comes in for Delvin Cook, dude's a stud, RB1, right? He is ranked RB29. So, number 79 overall. You're looking at him in the seventh or sixth round. I'm taking him 100%. I'm targeting him during those that sixth to seventh round. I don't know about you guys, but this is the only, like, because I look at value in ADP. Out of the four teams, besides Jordan Love, the Vikings values on players are way better than like the Lions. I feel like the Lions and Bears are too high for ADP, but the Vikings, all their players seem like steals except TJ Hawkinson, I would say, right. but everyone else seems like a steal. Kirk Cousins, yes, he's Mr. Reliable at QB 12. Alexander Madison, RB 29. Justin Jefferson, is that's only if you're the first overall, but even Jordan Addison at wide receiver 39. I watch college ba- football a lot. The dude's a stud, and it's another steal that the Vikings got. They got Justin Jefferson around that same same time time frame of draft pick, so just be just be on the lookout. So I guess that's my question. Um, ADP for Alexander Madison, sixth or seventh round, is it like a lock to go get him? I feel like it is. You want to answer that, Mike? First, yeah, I say go get him. Go get him. I mean, it makes I feel like something must be. It makes me wonder though, like. Why is he that low? I mean, but but I would say at that point in the draft, you're probably not getting anybody else with that kind of upside. So yeah, go get him. Okay, so here's here's my question about it. When Dalvin did go down, and and uh, Madison took took his place and things like that, like there was a great chance that a lot of people didn't like automatically draft him, even though he's one of the best even though he was one of the better uh, backup uh, running backs. But is the reason why that we're so high on Madison was because of the value that we got him in last year? 
or, yeah. or, or, the, or the years before. Like there's nothing now to, to emphasize, there's nothing, there was nothing wrong with Alex and Madison. He's good. He's solid. We, we know he could play. But do you believe, but like, do you have the hype or belief that he can consistently um, have that, have that good return in his volume um, when he plays this year? Now that he has, now that he has the actual uh, job now. I think so. I mean, he was an RB one when he's in. He's top twelve when he's in. When he when Delvin Cook's hurt and he's the starting back, he's always like in that top twelve echelon. So, so to answer your question, I understand the. I understand uh, at twenty nine. Yes, he's a lock with what he's done in the past. But I do also understand why people could be skeptical with yeah. him. So he so like twenty yeah twenty running back twenty nine. That's like what what was that fifth sixth round. 79 so so like yeah so like what also is probably going to end up happening like he's 29 right now he could be top he could be top 20 top 15 yeah uh when more when more people draft so um so his so his cost is going to be that much richer so you have to see if whether or not wherever he goes is he going to be is he still going to be that valuable but as of right now, this very second number twenty nine, uh, running back overall, yes, by all means get him. So that's that's your that's your answer. He could be your third wide like if Mike like Mike said if he goes and gets two wide or running back say he's like on that eleventh twelfth pick and gets two running backs first and second round and then gets like three wide receivers and then gets Alexander Madison as his flex. Whew. Money game over. It's it's solid. Yeah. As long as he's still back there. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, yeah, we're recording. Like, if you're watching, like, back in, like, right after, we, we, right when your draft happens in a month, we are July 16th. It's 9.48 p.m. Eastern time. So that's when we're recording. <laughs> I, I hope, I hope others realize that too. But then, but then again, if they're listening, if they're, if they're junkies like us listening to fantasy football advice in mid July, then, then, um, they're good for them. They 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 understand they understand it as well. Yep. So so it's about that. So it's about that time. We're about to wrap up the show. But first, we got to do our predictions for this uh, for this division. So who do we have for? Uh, actually, let's let's just go. Let's just go with the rankings. What 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 are you uh, laughing, boy? What do you got, Manny? Uh, did you not see what Mike did? I did not. Oh, see, that's why you're not laughing. I've been throwing cards. Yeah, something. I thought I thought I saw something. <laughs> All right. So last place is the Bears, of course. Wow. <laughs> I have I have and it's gonna be the same order. I actually no no no. I take that back. Bears, I think the Lions are too hyped. I think Packers or Lynn Lions, Packers, Vikings. Vikings say, that, say that again. Lions or excuse me. Uh, I'm going order. so the winners are Vikings. Mm-hmm. I think the Packers are gonna Take second, third Lions, Ooh. fourth Bears. Okay. Coaching like staff. I don't believe in the Lions. I don't I'm, I've seen Lions. I have to I have to watch every single Lions game here. It's on the cable. Isn't that exciting? No, you know how sad it is <laughs> to sit here with Lions fans thinking that they're gonna be the next best thing. And guess what happens? They suck. I'm not they always suck. I'm not gonna have them high until they prove me wrong. So they suck. Who's who's your MVP of this uh, of this division? Oh boy, MVP Justin Jefferson. And fantasy, 
in real life, they're probably going to throw like, uh, uh, yeah, never mind. It's going to be Justin Jefferson. <laughs> Facts. Um, I'll go next. I got. Um, I don't. I don't believe in the in the young core of the Packers. So I'm going to say Packers last, Ooh. then the Bears, then the Lions, and then Minnesota. Um, MVP, MVP, it's it's it, it, it can't be nobody else but Justin Jefferson. Could be Aaron Jones. What was that? Could be Aaron Jones. He could be a second. Could be Justin Fields. Oh God! <laughs> All right, my turn. My turn. I'm, cl- right, I'm, cl- I'm clipping that by the way. If, Je- if Justin Fields goes goes nuts, <laughs> yeah, please do. I, mean, I said it sarcastically, but if he goes nuts, <laughs> we got to come back to this. <laughs> All right. If, if it well, this one's kind of cool because it's a little different from everybody. I mean, similar, but no one went crazy like, you know, um, Bears first place or something like that. But but this it's a little, everyone's is a little different. Mine, I have the uh, Vikings. I have them at about 11 and 6, winning the division. Okay. I have the, I have the Lions at 10 and 7. And they'll be in second. I have the Packers at 8 and 9. And then in last place, the Chicago Bears at 7 and 10. So that's how I, that's how it breaks down to me. We're all like just one game of like team apart. I, 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 I didn't want to keep it the same as last year's standing, so I just threw. But I think I honestly do think the Packers, with their coaching staff, no, I don't know. This t- this division sucks. I mean, for, I mean, for you, like, like I talked about last year uh, in liking uh, Dan Campbell. I do like Detroit's. Uh, I do like Detroit's uh, coaching staff. Um, so I, I feel. I feel. <laughs> I'm just not. I'm just. I mean, I'll be. I'll be honest. I'm not sure if they'll be able to um, recreate what they did last year because, again, they started off terrible and then they had this really nice streak just before they just before they lost and got out and got out of playoff contention. Um, but I think I think they're going to be a little hyped about that as far as uh, with the events that they did last year, and um, yeah, all, all the all the other teams. I can't. I, I can't, I can't be confident in them. I can't be confident in the Packers just yet. Um, same thing. Same thing with uh, Justin Fields and the Bear, and the Bears. Once again, we're all talking real, real life in this time. Um, what you, what you pulling out, Manny? Hold on, show it. Show it. Okay. Yep. All right, YouTube exclusive. That's a loss week one against the Chiefs. That's a loss week two against the Seahawks. They'll beat the Falcons. That they both suck. They'll win against the Panthers. They'll beat the Bucks. That's a loss to the Ravens. They'll beat the Raiders. They'll lose to the Chargers. I don't know how. I mean, they're home, so they'll win. That's another like 50-50 game. They're losing to the Saints. They're gonna lose 50-50 game. I think they're losing to the Broncos, losing to the Vikings. They're definitely losing December 30th against the Cowboys, and they'll lose to the Vikings again. So did you add that up? Of course not. <laughs> that means third place. Yeah, yeah. It all adds up to third place. <laughs> it could happen. That's the crazy thing about the division. You know, like I, I mean, think we all, we all know the Minnesota is the team to beat, right? Minnesota's going to take so, it. Like, so ap- yeah. So after that, anything could kind of happen. I mean, so we'll see. Thank you, thank you for that, Manny. That was fun, actually. Uh, <laughs> that was. So we're so we're, so we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up. Um, people got things to do. 
But before we do that, we got to know who the hell are we going to talk about next week? So I think I've been doing this. I'm going to do this a little bit more better this time uh, since I actually know how to do it this time. So present, share screen. See there, see, there it is right now. See, it, see that was easy. All right, so... Please not NFC South. NFC East, AFC NFC and AFC South, AFC North and NFC West. So here, no South, no South, no South, no South, no whammies, no South, no South. Son of a, you jinxed it! Yeah, you made that happen, man. Damn it, Manny, you jinxed it! Let's let's get these two divisions out of the way. Let's not let's get them out of the way. Let's get it out of the way. Damn it, Manny. Uh, so, so next time, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be talking about that AFC South. The Titans. Uh, what was that? The Titans. We are the Titans. Well, I mean, we could have talked about DeAndre uh, Hopkins uh, this next episode. Um, so we're talking about the Titans. We're talking about the Colts. Oh, are we talking about the Colts? Yeah, uh, we're t- we're talking about the uh, the Jaguars. Oh. We're talking about the Saints. Texans, 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 Houston, Texans. <laughs> the Texans. Oh my God. Okay. So if you think this was Will's bad, guy. wait, wait, Davis wait. Mills. Will's a big Davis Mills guy. No, it's about CJ Stroud now. Yeah. It's a new a, day. It's he's a new a day. Davis Mills. He cried when they drafted CJ Stroud. He loved oh, Do I have to bring up what you said, Manny. You like David Wills. I, I, you, you're the. Yeah, 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 I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I'll, I'll, I'll actually clip it. Anyway, Will is the reason why I like Davis Mills. So, because next, so next week, David ladies and gentlemen, we'll always talk about Davis Mills. And I did. He, I did. You know how much money he spent on his cards? None. Actually, you know, I mean, um, you know, I did a. Uh, uh, I showed you the auto. I showed you the auto rookie. See the mosaic. The mosaic auto rookie. Um, I got that from a. Uh, I got that from a break. That was thirty bucks. Flip, flipped it for one hundred and ten. I'm fine with that. Will's a, Will's a Bay Area guy, though. He likes all those Stanford Cal guys. So you know. no, he's not a homer. He likes the Bay Area. So, says the says the Michigan State guy. Okay, I'm sorry. You know, you're uh, you know, I'm wrong. You you like you like the Wolverines. My bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. No. That's, for that's next week. Words. Shots have been fired. I'm not, I won't be on next week. <laughs> that's it, ladies and gentlemen, for the Next Tough Fantasy Show. This was a fun one again. Uh, next week, if you think this one was bad, once again, wait until next week. We get to talk about all those fun teams. So for the crew, I'm Will. For Mike. Appreciate you guys. Hey, I'm just glad to spend some time with you guys instead of being outside in this 102 degree weather I got going on out here. It's hot as hell. It's crazy right now. So it's good using up some good AC. 113 over here for many. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, if you're an AFC South, if you like their teams and you want to replace me for next week, <laughs> spots open. No, I'm joking. I'm excited. I'm excited to get these bad divisions out of the way. So then the real divisions start, you know, like the NFC East. So. Who are we going to talk about with MVP for this division next week? <laughs> I might wear a bag over my head the entire episode, like how they used to do when the, when the team's really yeah. bad. They just wear like a bag over there, cut the eyes out. I might just come in that like that next week. Because well, like look, as long as you're using your AirPods, and that's that that might be totally fine. You might you might be able to get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yep. 
I'll give you time to breathe. So once again, <laughs> this is the next up fantasy show. Have a good night, good evening, good afternoon. Whenever you guys are watching, whenever you guys are listening, we're done. See you guys next week.